Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Hey, Chicago, what do you say? This is the CHGO Cubs postgame show presented by PointsBet. Use the promo code CHGO when you sign up to get two risk-free bets up to 2000 bucks. Luke Stuckmeyer here with Cody Del Mendo. That is on Twitter, at Luke Stuckmeyer and Cody underscore CHGO. Ryan Herrera hopefully joining us uh, from the ballpark at some point during the postgame show. Cubs lose 6-5 to five to the Rays in the second game of the series. Rubber game tomorrow at Wrigley Field. And, Cody, still an opportunity to win the series despite this loss. Yeah, yeah. Uh- I like your little spin zone already, Luke. Uh, I would say you're the one that's a little bit more negative than me when we're sitting on the couch. So I like that spin. Natalie per- wants to know where was the walk-off on the chat. Uh, oh, man. Where's Suzuki left on deck? If uh, VR or someone would have just got on, might have had the walk-off. Listen, those poor people sitting out in the cold, <laughs> the last thing they wanted was a tie game. You either want to win the game or go home at that point. Yeah, we were honestly, we were kind of rooting for two runs or nothing. <laughs> you got you to take one for the team sometimes, you know? Uh, listen, the Cubs showed something that they've been showing this season, and that is we used to say Ricky's boys don't quit, right? Right. Well, now it's Rossi's boys don't quit. Rossi's boys, Rossi's don't, boys don't quit. They keep battling back in games even when they lose. In the, and they they fought back multiple times in this after being down 4, four nothing, right? Yes, 4-0. Yeah, 4, four, nothing, four nothing, yeah. and they fought back. So, um, I, like, I like the fight. Yeah. Still above 500. Still a chance to win another series. Yeah, Patrick Wisdom with that two-run homer after the Cubs got that one run, made it 4-3. to three. You kind of... It undoubtedly reeled me back in. I was back in on thinking we were going to win the game, and then uh, you know how that goes. But, uh, you know, it was good to see, you know, them fight back. And and, and they didn't do it one particular way. You know, late in the, late innings, you know, we had the wild pitch. Yeah. That was because of the Rays. But you had that. Nico get the, the RBI triple. You know, we are you know, Wisdom's homer definitely helped get the offense going. But – we saw a little bit of everything like we have been seeing all season. So Patrick Wisdom comes in. He pinch hits. He's now eight for his last 15, seven RBI, two homers, and five doubles since. We told everyone not to panic. <laughs> not that we're panic. counting. No, not and, and again, counting. we're not saying he's going to be an all-star. We're not saying he's going to be a piece of the future. We're not saying any of that. We're not guaranteeing anything. We just said there's no reason not to play him right now. Right. Go ahead and put him in the lineup. People were saying have. that we should just go ahead and DFA him now. <clears throat> there were angry people on Twitter, not on our chat usually. Yeah. Everyone on our chat's mostly, uh, I think they're with us a lot. Yeah. It's actually kind of, I mean, I'm not really surprised to see more positive comments tonight. I mean, this there wasn't anything from this game that really sticks out that, like, makes me angry. Other than, you know, we make the comeback, then we give up some runs. You know, maybe we can pick at the bullpen Maybe David Ross should have used some different guys. I don't know. I guess you want me to get – that's me getting real picky about, you know, if you want me to get angry about something. Well, you were angry about your shoes earlier. I was. I didn't want to go too early into this, but, like, somebody uh, said you're wearing clown shoes tonight, Cody. Yeah. And these are expensive Air Jordans. <sighs> these are Jordan 1s. And so if you're not on Twitter – They're – and we talked about them last night. Again, they're – you can't see them. They're uh, an orange push-up. <laughs> combined with um, is that, is that like a, a grape sherbet, maybe? <laughs> uh, sherbet? Sherbet? Uh, Sher- anyway, Sherbert? on the CHGO Sports <laughs> Twitter account tonight, yeah. or earlier this afternoon, uh, we posted a who has the best kicks in the office right. um, tweet, and these shoes were part of it. And They're it was new. all they new. All, they were new yesterday. Yes, it was all fun and games until some guy decided to call them clown shoes in the comments. Right, and it's not Natalie. No, but you've you've ruined Cody's entire week. Yeah, this like, is 
He came in here with the confidence that he had his creamsicle shoes on. He was ready to go. Ginger's was, got it right here. He, he took them out of the bag. They he came in. A, he, he brought them in a velvet yeah. bag. Ginger says, hey, like Madden said, if you look hot, wear it. Yeah. Brendan Miller, great shoe choice tonight. Luke, thank you. <laughs> when Adidas tonight. Oh, yeah. Luke, no one, I'm never putting your shoe game down. No, I'm really not putting your shoes down. I told you I liked them. Yeah. Well, someone in the comments on that tweet, though, they called them clown shoes. That honestly, that, that ruined my night more than the it, Cubs it did. It didn't just ruin your night. You're weak. <laughs> your whole swagger changed completely. <laughs> yeah, just a little bit. The Cubs were rallying, and then all of a sudden, Ryan says, uh, shoes are dope, Cody. Don't let them get you down. Thank you. Appreciate that. We got the chat. We got all the supporters, yeah, you know, leading the charge. It's mostly I appreciate that. the angry Twitter people. They just they don't want your shoes. They don't yeah. want anybody to be happy. Like, why can't people just want... not be miserable, man? Twitter's an angry place most of the time. <laughs> yeah, unfortunately. Uh, all right, let's talk about some of the positives. Okay. Uh, there were – the comeback happened because of several reasons. One – Jesse Chavez did a nice job after Justin Steele struggled. And, you know, we were kind of wondering what's – what's. I thought Chavez was good. He was good in that very first – like the – after after they got within one run. Gave him two and a third and no yeah. runs. Right. The results the were second, there. I, the second inning he was in there, yeah. he definitely got some help behind from his defense. Yes. Uh, and, honestly, he was kind of due for some because he'd been getting hit around his pre, a few previous outings. So – yeah, it, for me in this after this game, it's like okay, you get you're getting some confidence going. You're you're getting you're getting things going. Uh, Joey in the uh, comments, he says uh, the relay throw heard around the <laughs> world. Yes, Ian Happ to Nick Madrigal to Wilson Contreras. I was told Nick Madrigal can't throw a baseball. Um, he uh, he threw a baseball tonight from shortstop to home. In that, that was in that scenario. That really was a crazy play. Two reviews during this game, right? The yeah. first one. Really did change the game. He was definitely safe at first. Throws Arena, beats it out, and then they get so they get an extra out out of it, mm-hmm. and then Franco hits the home run, two run homer um, that kind of runs Steele out of the game a little bit. But that yeah. I mean that that was the first thing, and that was the correct call. I don't know why they were trying to figure out what was going on at second base. Yeah, I didn't get that, that was, either. That, that was, was clear. stupid. Yeah, but. So they took long enough. They got that right. It ended up costing the Cubs two runs. Right. Then you get that play at the plate, and I'm still not sure 100% personally that he was out, but that was the call on the field in live action, so I think they didn't have enough to overturn it. Yeah. Could, you couldn't, on the angles on Marquis, you couldn't quite tell if he actually touched his back. The angle we saw over and over looked like he definitely tagged him on the back. Mm-hmm. And then you get the great reaction from Wilson afterwards, shaking his head and giving the slashed throat twice. I wonder yeah. if he will hear from the league about that. Uh, if in he, the NBA, you would definitely hear you think about so? it. Oh, yeah. Uh, and the NFL, you would hear about it as well. Well, either way, I, I don't care. It's, got, it's a great gift <laughs> yeah, now. Yeah, it's a great you know? gift. Can't wait to use it on Twitter one day. Um, but it yeah, was a good relay. Yeah, the relay was great. It, and it... Again, it was right after the Cubs had just got back in the game. So, as I always say, like, I love a good shutdown inning. And the Cubs got the shutdown inning there. Unfortunately, the Rays' bullpen, I, I mean, they're, the way they pitched tonight, I don't, I don't know enough about the Rays to be able to say, like, because they, they, they start with an opener who threw to six guys. Then they brought in Fleming, and he pitched for, like, three or four innings. Yeah. I don't have the box score in front of me. And then uh, brought in all these other dudes, and they're all just, you know, shoving it down our throats. And uh, honestly, what we did in the seventh inning, a lot of it had to do with that guy's control. Not to take anything away from the Cubs' offense that inning, you know. They got on base. They, you know, tried to make things happen. Um, But, yeah, the Rays pitching tonight just kind of – I know we scored five runs, but I think once you get past the box score – their pitching really did kind of carry them tonight. They didn't have a ton of hits, you know. Right. Um, Nico Horner was another guy that had a pretty good game. He comes up with that triple to try and cut the lead one more time. And right. You're saying there's a chance, you're you know. Saying just, there's a just chance. Just when you think it's over, Nico reels you back yep. in. Yep. One Luke, more time. Cody Luke, was riding the roller coaster yeah. here tonight. Luke, we're gonna sit on that couch over there by that TV all season, and I'm whenever they're down, I'm be like, just, just. Reel me in a little bit. I just want to. I want a little taste going into the ninth inning. Like, give me a reason to you know get really excited to either get really excited 
or get hurt again. You almost jumped out of your clown shoes at one point. <laughs> I thought that was certainly going to happen. You got so excited with that. Every time they would cut it to one, you were like, oh, here we go. Here, here we, we go, go. Here we go. That's, that's why I love baseball, man. There's always a chance until that last out is made, man. Uh, so some different things. You know, I we saw um, Wisdom playing center field. Yes. Which if Ryan jumps on, we want to see yes. if that was addressed in the postgame. I don't think we've ever seen I personally have never watched a game where he's moved into center I field. I think they said on Marquee that, like, it was the first time he had ever played center field. So. Is that the Cubs trying to find a little more value there? Perhaps. You know, I mean, obviously, they love guys that are. Yeah. I remember uh, pointing out he made an out, like, there, a fly ball was hit to him, and then a guy tagged up from second to third and he ended up making it but wisdom made a pretty good throw if it was online yeah, he wasn't happy with it but it was an okay throw right i mean this is the first time you ever played center field i mean yeah. I, for for us not really knowing if he could actually do it right the throw and everything to, to third base even though the guy was safe and the throw was offline i mean at least we know he has the arm that could he could if they had to make a throw to the plate he could do it you know what i mean or if you had to just move guys around in an emergency right. now you know you can put him out I, there i, I guess. don't think it's going to be like a normal thing he's not going to be your everyday center fielder. right but, i will say on the one play here at the end he took the fly ball he almost looked like he laughed <laughs> when he caught it yeah and i wonder if that's just i mean the lighting at wrigley field is not great especially in the outfield yeah there's no lights out there mm -hmm. so that's a tough time to get your first action in center field. Uh, you'd prefer it to be, you know, a day game, I would think. Yeah. I uh, I don't know. It's uh, interesting that they tried it out. And, yeah, I mean, you know how the Cubs are. They love versatile guys. Right. So I know a lot of people, like, there were a few people in my mentions who were like, oh, they should have just moved Nico out to center because he's been talked about how they could use him in more of a Ben Zobers-type role, then move VR to shortstop and then put Wisdom at third. But the way that Nico's been playing defense at short, I was kind of like, I, I kind of like that, like that they left the things the way, the way they did. I mean, I don't know. Could they have just put him at the DH and taken whoever was in the DH out? Like... I suppose. I don't I don't know how if that would have been possible. But. I don't know. But Jack's going to bed. Jack on the chat. Guys, guys I gotta go to bed. Great show as always. He's gone. <laughs> well say it tomorrow and Jack let's was get in that the dub. he was in the stream for the bet show today, so shout out to Jack for following along. He also had a really good comment tonight. Don't let the Rays slow start fool you. They're a really good team. I oh, think yeah. that that's something that maybe fans look at this team like, oh, we don't know if they're – no, the yeah. Rays are really – Well, they're really one of the teams – oh, sure. if you had to pick a winner in the, the American League, right. it would be the Rays would and, be on and that And maybe, maybe that's why the comments aren't necessarily super negative tonight too because – You take two out of three from the Rays yeah. tomorrow, you got Stroman on the hill. Right. And you, you do need him to pitch some innings because the bullpen's been used now. Right. What did you think of Steele tonight? It was the fourth inning where he really started to yeah, struggle. That first inning, he got That's seven pitches. See. Threw seven pitches in the first inning, and then, yeah, it's just kind of after that, he walks super some guys, efficient in the first inning. Yeah, and he thought, "Wow, he's gonna come out and do it for a third straight time." Yeah, he walked three guys in that fourth inning before Ross came out and took him out. I, uh, I know, I, I didn't like the matchup with him and and Franco because Franco's been mashing lefties so far this season. Um, and also, he's clearly the best player on their team, and one of the most, one of the best upcoming players yeah. in the game. Uh, but yeah, I mean, he he made him pay tonight with that homer. Uh, that ball was murdered. <laughs> yeah, it uh, was. It was a no doubter on yeah. a cold night. Like it wasn't right. even. I tell you what, uh, Wisdom's home run was a no doubter too. That was crushed. Yeah, yeah, Wisdom hit one. Uh, both of those were probably the hardest hit balls tonight. Um, but yeah, as far as steel though, I mean, I mean, it, it's hard for me to say anything real positive about. It. I mean, couldn't get out of the third inning. Um, you know, we walked guys, and giving up that homer didn't help. Um, but you know, if the if they were wouldn't have had it replay, they would have got out of that inning, and who knows what happened? I don't know. But I don't know. I again, I'm still. I think right now he's still you know, coasting, I guess, in a way, in his role. Uh, but I'll be interested to see 
what's the next start? Because, yeah, the last sure. two starts How do you were, bounce back now? Yeah, like, he, the first two starts were really good. Now, he had a setback. Now, how do you bounce back? Like, and he's the type of guy, from what I've been able to see, that, you know, he's a gamer. He's a guy. He's a competitive, super competitive guy. Like, he's he's probably already thinking about that next start. So. Right. Um, now, you've been fairly vocal on this podcast about your dislike of the shift. Oh, my God. Don't get me started Again, I about said the shift. shift. The shift. Uh, man, it got Ian Happ. <laughs> yeah. Right? Yeah. That was, was another the, opportunity was to do something. Was that the seventh inning? And, yeah. I am sick of it. And not just not because it hurt the Cubs on that play. I'm, I personally am looking forward to that going away. Yeah. It's just kind of over it's, – it's like – it's like watching a, a rec league softball game type mm-hmm. thing, right? Right. Like I, well, uh, I don't need somebody playing short center. and mm-hmm. It's kind of like, uh, you know, there was a tweet kind of going viral on base, baseball Twitter tonight from Jesse Rogers, and it was just the outfield in Detroit when the Yankees in Detroit was playing, and I guess Detroit had, what, like four guys in, yeah. in, right, in right field? They uh, had a left fielder, but nobody on the infield was on the left side. And right. In fact, they weren't even over second base. They were like, the third baseman was like, yeah. I, I think like five feet, right, and I to the right from, of second base. And this was like defensive alignment for Anthony Rizzo, and I, I mean, I know they always shifted when Rizzo was was in Chicago, but like, I don't ever think they shifted like that. And like, I don't know. Like, I get having wanting to have that flexibility to move guys for defensive reasons. I know. But putting that enough. many guys over on one side of the field. I mean, I've I've told people forever that I th- that I think Schwarber and Rizzo would be 300 hitters if they played in like 2005. Right. You know what I yeah. mean? I'm done I'm done with the shift. I'm done <laughs> with the he came off a, a a millimeter off the bag at second base trying to slide into second. Right. I loved it when Javi was making the tag, but I'm over that. Mm-hmm. And and then we heard about the minor league game that Jeff Passan said was. Oh yeah, with the how long clock? was it? Two. Oh, it was like a, it was an hour and fifty four minutes. I okay, believe. so that that intrigues me. Yeah, that yeah. intrigues me as as a sports fan. You know, right. yeah. we had the NBA playoff game on one monitor, and we had the Cubs game on the other monitor, and this was not a slow major league game. There was action. We had stuff going on. It was six to five. But when you see the pace of the NBA on one monitor and the pace of Major League Baseball on the other, I understand why some kids are drawn to the NBA over Major League Baseball. It's it's an acquired taste baseball. Mm-hmm. Um, but I do think you'd be able to start drawing in some of those kids back over to baseball by speeding up the game somehow without ruining uh, the basics of the game. And if that pitch count didn't do that, I'd I'd like to see what that's like. Yeah, pitch clock. Yeah, not pitch count. No, I agree. <laughs> but I mean, as far as the shift, uh, yeah, that can it, go. It, 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 it hurt Ian Happ and the Cubs' chances tonight. And Ian Happ hit the ball hard. He hit it what I think it was like 101 miles per hour. Yeah. exit velocity. I mean, you can't hit the ball any harder. And you know what sucks is that going into the box score that goes in for as an 0 for one, and then people are going to sit on Twitter or wherever and be like, "This guy sucks," and it's like. Have you looked at the the advanced numbers on why this guy went over this or over that? And that, that's why I always try to, you know, bring people down on oh, if this guy went over three, over four, and it's like, you know what I mean? But Ian Happ didn't go over tonight. Yeah. But you you get what I'm saying. Right. Like, there's a lot of reasons why there's guys who maybe don't get as many hits as as they as you think they might, and it, the shift has a big part in it. Some guys just cannot hit to the opposite no. field. Like they just are throwing a hundred miles an hour now. It's not that easy to just like, oh, I'm going to hit it to the other side, right? Completely the other way. And you don't want your best hitters going up and bunting down the the third baseline or the first baseline, depending on what side the ball is on. Uh, Although the dash law says shift happens, Luke, (laughs) which is true. It Uh, is true. Love a good dad joke. How would you? How would you change the shift? Just real quick, then. If you're going to put, are you going to have to have at least one or two players play on the left side of the infield? Is that how you would define it, or? I, just we curious. Were, and it's going to have to – it can't be just uh, left of second base because then they'll just stand next to second base. You're going to have to make it within, like, 10 feet or arm's length of second base. Okay. You know, you're going to have to identify a distance 
yeah. left of second base. I mean, I think the 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 best example of how it's ruining the game is what that tweet that I was talking about in De- with Detroit and the Yankees. Like that's just that just sucks in my opinion. <laughs> yeah. Now we want to. I want to see more offense. I don't want to see right for, for sure. More I get that. ground outs that should be base hits. Right, right, and, and then. The reason launch angles become such a, a thing is because guy, uh, teams want their players to hit the ball in the air more because of this type of stuff, right. because of the shift. So, you know, I I just there again, I'm always like, if, if it benefits the Cubs, I love and it. Didn't, shift. It didn't decide this game yeah. in any way, shape, or form. It was just, it comes up about three or four times a week where you're like, ah, oh, that was annoying. Yeah, exactly. It was annoying. Right. Um, let's let's go uh, back and look at our who you got. So last night, we didn't have a pregame show for this game, so mm-hmm. after game one, we made our picks for who you got, and you took Suzuki in game one, yep. so that gave me the opportunity to have the first pick for this game, so I took Suzuki. Uh it looks like Ryan took Doug Bruno. <laughs> and No pick from Ryan tonight, so we chose for him. You, Doug Bruno. That's Doug singing. Bruno. I, I don't know if singing is Doug's uh, best trait. <laughs> I'll just say that. And you went with Nick Madrigal. Yeah. So uh, I get a win, right? Yeah, that did not work out for me. Nick Madrigal's highlight tonight was that relay throw. So that's it. it. Listen, that was a nice mm-hmm. relay throw. Mm-hmm. But Suzuki is... So worth the price of admission right now. It's unbelievable. Yeah. He's been on base in all 11 games he's played in Major League Baseball. Right. 11 and, straight out of the gate. Yeah. And uh, unfortunately, the hitting streak ended tonight because he went 0 for 1. Right. But three walks. Three walks. Uh, and what's crazy is his slash line went down. I think uh, Michael Cerami tweeted that tonight. I saw. And... Uh, that's just funny. Like he walked three times, but his slash line decreased tonight because he went over one. So, but the side armor that was throwing on the one walk, we were like, "How is he going to lay off that?" The first pitch he looked at it was wicked. Oh yeah, and couldn't touch it. Right. He went back to the pitch the next time, and Suzuki fouls it off. Yep. And then the next time around, he lays off it. It goes out of the zone. Out of the zone takes first base there I think there was one of them where it was a check swing and we yeah. were like well there was he and, they, I and, think almost rang him up I think yeah like I me you and Kevin were sitting there like ah that could have gone either way yeah. uh umpire gave him the benefit of the doubt because well, he gets the benefit of the doubt on something like that because of his discipline at the plate you know yeah. it's like it's like Greg Maddox I'm I shouldn't make this comparison this early in his career I'm just saying but it's like Greg Maddox getting calls it's like Michael Jordan getting calls. Yeah. When you show over and over that you have something that is special, a trait, you're going to get that call more often than the other guy. You just are. For sure. Because they're going to trust that you know what you're doing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, and uh, 11 games in, he's already starting to show that. Yeah. That he's that disciplined at the plate. He knows exactly where the strike zone is, despite the fact that he's not looking at video yet. Right. <laughs> yeah, that's the biggest wild thing about it. Yeah, he's, uh, you know, I don't think there's a player that I'm going to be super excited about that walk three times as much as Suzuki, but <laughs> I mean, again, he's just giving you quality at bats. He's making pitchers throw pitches, and again, he's just he is not someone that teams want to face right now. And to me, it's like when when does the league figure him out? When when do they figure him out? And right now, it's just like it seems like it's going to be a long while. I don't know what the adjustment is, but certainly they've made adjustments on him already. Yeah. You know, but they haven't found a way to get him to consistently reach outside of the strike zone. Right. You know, that, that I think that's the beautiful thing is that he just knows the strike zone so well, and that's a rare thing in baseball. And he can't be tempted. Right. Very rarely do you tempt him to swing outside of it, and one of the few times he does, it's an, it's an RBI single right. early in the season. So. Uh, yeah, he's been great. I just saw somebody say on the chat, I think it was Scott, that um, Wisdom did play center field once in the minors. Oh, oh, okay. Okay, so that's nothing. Yeah, Scott lives out in Iowa, so he he's probably been over to tr- to Des Moines. Yeah, but I mean that's yeah playing it once in the minors once is like the nothing. Minors, yeah, so that that's sort of incredible. <laughs> um, Cubs lose six to five. Still have a chance to win the series. And listen, 
what you want to do is pile up series wins. Yeah. You're not going to win every game. And as a lot, everybody's mentioned in the chat that's with us, the Rays are a good team. You were in this game. You had a chance to win it, sure. But in reality, the Rays took control of this game, and you were just making it interesting. Exactly. So yeah. I never felt like, oh, the Cubs are going to win this game, but I did feel like they're getting back in the game. Mm-hmm. There's, there's a difference there, you know? And, like, there's a – there's so many times with the old core in the in the final years where they would get down three or four nothing, and then all of a sudden it would end up being like nine to nothing or something, or there or it would just be a four nothing game all the way through, and you just never felt like, especially when they would get down three or four nothing, you always felt like they had no chance of coming back, and a lot of that was because of a lot of the swing and miss that we saw. So, you know. It, not saying that I don't miss Rizzo, Baez, or Bryant, but also at the same time, there's just something about this team that has this fire in them that I don't know if it's David Ross or Rossi's what. boys don't quit. Like, Rossi's boys just don't, don't quit. quit. And I'm not I'm not big on like moral victories, but there's a lot of things you can take from this game to go in tomorrow and be like, this is a positive. This is something we can take into it. And every team does that, but like as a fan, I feel like we need to you do that as well to just know that. Hey, there's there's things to look forward to. Luke Benson says Ump's going to start looking to say if her calls. Hey, man, <laughs> I just know he it is. I can't say this enough. It's refreshing to watch a major league player breaking into the game with that kind of discipline at the plate. He is a real hitter. Mm-hmm. Like you know, not he's not he's not a just a slugger. He's not a slap hitter. He is a professional. Hitter and he's a really, really good one. Oh yeah, I I think I never I never imagined that he would be this good this early. Right, and I mentioned launch angle and stuff like that earlier. There are a lot more. I don't want to call them prototypical Adam Duns in the league, uh, but you feel like there's a lot of boomer bust type mm-hmm. players in the league because of launch angle and stuff like that today. So the professional hitters like we are you know, saying about Seiya Suzuki, it is really refreshing because you're getting a little bit of everything. And honestly, we need more of it. Yeah, Harley (laughs) says this offense is the complete opposite of what it was this time last year. It's great to see, you know, guys like Seiya go up there and give you that consistency. Mm -hmm. And and really they are. I mean, they didn't have a great offensive night. It was a cold night at Wrigley Field. But when a guy gets on base three times, how can you knock that? Like, right. He didn't even have to take the bat off his shoulder, and he mm-hmm. was on base three times. Right. And you had some other guys deliver. You know, you had a pinch hit home run. You had a triple into the corner. So they had some timely hitting. They just didn't have enough of it tonight. So Yeah. The, I, again, you you got to give a lot of credit to the Rays pitching. And it's no, like, it's not like a new story that they're, no. the Rays pitching is good. Like, I couldn't tell you half the names on their roster, but – they just find guys, throw them in there, and they just do the do what they're supposed to do. Cody McGee. <laughs> so uh, tonight uh, on the bet show, I was uh, I was just telling people to take no run first inning. Uh, it was at minus one thirty six. I put that on points bet. If you rode with me, congratulations. If the the Cubs lost, but you still won some money. And again, I I made that bet on points bet, which is the best way to sport CHGO. To it is if you download the PointsBet app and you see use code CHGO when you sign up. Wow, wow. If you make a $50 or more first-time deposit, you'll receive a free CHGO membership, which unlocks all of our web content, and you'll even get a free shirt of your choice from the CHGO locker. If you have any questions, email pointsbet at allchgo.com, and we'll help you. Remember that PointsBet is your home for live in-game betting. They even have a new exclusive feature, live NBA same-game parlay. For the first time ever, build the perfect live same-game parlay only with PointsBet. Combine your favorite bets anytime during the game. You can even boost your live same-game parlays. And now, online sign-up is available in Illinois. You can actually download the PointsBet app right now and register your, your account from start to finish, all from your phone. Say it every show, Luke did it, and if Luke can do it, all of you can do it because have you seen this guy look at his phone? I'm telling you, it, it's a, it's a sight. A it's sight a clown to see. comment, bro. <laughs> it's a clown comment. <laughs> Signing up with the fastest sports book is now easier than ever, so you can start living your bet life 
in seconds. Use code C use code CHGO to get two risk-free bets up to $2,000. So what are you waiting for? Once the game starts, don't just bet, live your bet life with points bet. Give a problem call 1-800-522-4700. Our next partner has a product I use literally every day. Started taking AG1 because I didn't have time, wanted better gut health, more energy, and an optimized immune system. Now I've been on it for over a month. I love it. It doesn't taste super healthy. It's kind of mild and tropical, and I look forward to trying it every morning. So what is it? Well, it's one scoop of AG1, and you're absorbing 75 high-quality vitamins, minerals, whole food source, superfoods, probiotics, and adaptogens to start your day right. It's a blend of ingredients supporting your gut health, your nervous system, your immune system, your energy, recovery, focus, aging, all things you need to work on, especially after working late after a Cubs game, right? So I get a noticeable boost of energy in the morning. I do it first thing when I get up, empty stomach, and giddy up, I'm off to go. The day's starting correctly. I'm, I'm energized. I'm ready to go. It's lifestyle friendly. I don't care if you're keto, paleo, vegan, gluten-free, dairy-free. You're all good with AG1, and you're investing in all-in-one nutritional insurance for three bucks a day. I should say less than three bucks a day. What can you get for less than three bucks a day? Almost nothing. Almost nothing. You can get AG1 for less than three bucks a day. It's recommended by professional athletes. More than 7,000 five-star reviews. And right now, it's time to reclaim your health and arm your immune system with convenient daily nutrition. Just one scoop and a cup of water every day. That's it. No need for a million different pills and supplements for your health. And to make it easy, Athletic Greens is going to give you a free one-year supply of immune-supporting vitamin D and five free travel packs with your first purchase. All you have to do is visit athleticgreens.com slash CHGO Cubs. Again, athleticgreens.com slash CHGO Cubs to take ownership over your health and pick up the ultimate daily nutritional insurance. All right. Uh, we had some activity. We mentioned that, you know, Cubs lose 6-5, to five, still a chance to get the series win. But we did mention, you know, before the season started that while this podcast goes on, there will be a lot of activity as well in the minor leagues that we're going to want to keep an eye on. Oh, yeah. Because this is about the development of the team at the major league level, but it's also about the development of what's going on down on the farm. And so we saw Brendan Davis hit a home run opposite field. Yes. That's encouraging. Yes. Uh, what's encouraging – to his me, second, his second, correct? Yeah, I, I think he's his second. second correct us in the comments if we're wrong about that. Um, what's encouraging to me about it is that he that he did go opposite field. I remember him hitting one in spring training opposite field um, before they, you know, sent him off to minor league camp. Uh, this that's encouraging to me because that shows that this guy is going. He's trying to go all fields and. Uh, Oppo Taco Tuesday. Yeah, Oppo I wrote that in my notes. <laughs> Good job, Stucky. Um, you know, a lot of you know, we talked about the Rizzos and the Schwarbers and the and Bryant and Bys and everything. A lot of those guys. I mean, Bryant was probably out of all of those guys. Bryant was the one who probably went Oppo a little bit more as far as just not even Homer wise, but just using all fields. I felt like Rizzo a little bit too would probably be right there. Yeah, but like a lot of these hitters the Cubs have, a lot of them are using all field, you know what I mean? And if Brennan Davis can do that and bring that power that we know he has, I mean, there's a reason he's number 15 prospect in all of baseball. Like, w once he gets once he gets adjusted to that, fully gets adjusted to that AAA uh, pitching, he's, he's going to be real good if he can do – if he's already doing that now. You know, with the going out to all fields. Yeah, we're hoping Ryan Herrera is going to be able to join us after he gets done in the clubhouse at Wrigley Field. And Ryan has been the guy that has told us since he went to Arizona, hey, Brennan Davis isn't coming up till at least middle of the season, right? Yeah. I mean, at least late middle of the season. And the reasoning is probably correct in that the Cubs want to see what they have now. Like, yeah. they, they believe they know what they have in Brennan Davis – they, uh, they also want to find out what they have in some of these other guys that are yeah. playing. Hermosillo, Patrick Wisdom was out in center field today. Uh, Ian Happs had some really good at-bats here, hitting much better from the right side of the plate. What do you have, six hits now from the right side of the plate this season? Mm -hmm. Six for 13. Six for 13. I might be six for 14 now, but, yeah, he's 
he's looked better from the right side, you know, and yeah. uh, he's come up with some big hits. And so you, they want to see what they have. Frazier uh, is a guy they're still waiting to see what they've, they've got there. I mean, mm-hmm. that's, a, that's a low investment that had, could have a high reward. Right. And, you know, another thing with, with Davis is that from what I've read, he his strikeout rate's kind of high down there in Iowa right now. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, it's going to, like, I, I see people every day. It's like, the Cubs need to call up Davis now. It's like, if this guy's striking out a ton in Iowa right now, we need, like, I think he's going to need a few more bats. You right. know, he only got, he didn't even get 100 bats in Iowa last year. I know he went from South Bend all the way to Iowa by the end of the year, but, like, and, and, and because of that, I thought maybe he would be ready opening day for the Cubs. But, you know, clearly, I don't know what I'm talking about. So, uh, there's no reason to really rush him. That, uh, and that, too. Yeah. You know, Little Yumper's pointing out that Bruce Levine and some others have said, you know, Cubs brass would like him to do a whole year at AAA. That's probably true. However, if he pushes it and shows them this isn't challenging anymore, that'll change. Right. Yeah. And I mean, again, it, it will dep- I do think it will come down if, like, you know, Hermosillo still doesn't have a hit this year. And I'm clearly, I'm high on him. Like, I think he can be a part of the next Cub- great Cubs team. Um, but, you know, if we're sitting in June and this guy is hitting below 200 or whatever and not really being a factor, I mean, that's only going to boost that up a little bit more, I think. You know what I mean? Especially, yeah. especially you know, if the Cubs are in it. You know what I mean? Um, we got to wait to get there, right? But, like, <laughs> yes. you, it's going to be – it will be interesting if the Cubs are in it come June, July, and, you know, they, they need a, a bat, Right, and, and you're not going to expect them to go out and trade for one, right? Like, not. I not would not. Real, I wouldn't. Yeah. think so. And I wouldn't be, want them to. No, because it'd be reversing course on what right. their plan is. Right. They've got a plan in place, and you kind of go with it. Right. Um. So if you're getting that, it's from somewhere within your own own organization. You would think, for the most part, at least something like that, like a bat. You're not going to rent some guy for a couple months and cost yourself a bunch of the prospects that you just brought on. Another factor is. And some fans might not want to hear this, but <laughs> it is true. The relationship with Hayward and Center and Suzuki and Wright—they they like that. Yeah, they like that relationship. Getting him used to it. Everything's going well for Saya. Mm-hmm. Um, you know that doesn't have to be all season that he's out there in center field. But I think right now they like what they have. They're seeing what yeah. they're getting out of these other guys. Hayward's playing in center field. Saya's great and right and. Um, We'll see what happens when he gets here, but it's it's not that far off, right? You know, we're not talking about two years. Mm-hmm. Maybe an IL stint from somebody, you know, <laughs> that a significant could IL too. stint. Yeah. But yeah, right now there's too many bats and too many outfielders yeah. right. in this lineup. Anyway. I uh, I just looked up Brennan Davis on Baseball Reference, and uh, in Iowa this year, his slash line it's off to a not very good start. Again, it's only been 11 games. Right. Opposite so, field home runs. So, nice. That's yeah, an opposite field home run. Type of thing that can, that, well, that's the type of thing that can also right. So his something. slash line is he's batting 189 with an on-base of 318, and his slugging is 324. That's not good. That's not what you want out of your top prospect. <laughs> but, and then to add on, in 37 at-bats, he has 15 strikeouts. So that goes back to what I was saying about, I mean, that's, all, that's nearly half of his at-bats he's striking out. So, off to a slow start, gonna need to adjust. It's gonna. I mean, he has shown at other levels that he will adjust. So he's the top or number fifteen prospect in all of baseball for a reason. I'm looking forward to seeing that, you know, that adjustment. So uh, let's just give him some time. And yeah, we got some guys right now. We'll be okay. And again, we're developing. And I saw uh, Pete Crow Armstrong had a inside the park home run, but it looked like the outfielder the ball went under the wall, and he kind of just threw his hands up, and Armstrong just kept rounding the bases. <laughs> so it was maybe not the typical inside-the-park home run, but that's another that's another player, just another guy in the pipeline that the Cubs are excited about. Oh, yeah. He was part of the Javi Baez trade. Yep. Um, I think it's going to be a few years for him, for sure, as, as far as what you know I've read. Oh, he's behind Brendan Davis, for sure. Oh, for yeah. sure, yeah. He's definitely someone that I see – I feel like we could see – you know, if he takes, if, depending on how this year goes, like 
you know, maybe, maybe late next year, but more, more so 2024. Um, but yeah, as far as what people have talked about him, they've really talked about his, you know, his outfield defense and, and, and stuff like that. So, uh, as far as a hitter, I, I'm still looking forward to learning more about that, but you know, it's another guy. So I'm, I'm excited about Omar. It. I'm not reading that. <laughs> he's, he, he's, he's not a, I'm just gonna yeah. say you're not a Jason Hayward. He's fan. not a Jason Hayward guy. Jason Hayward did, did no, yeah, he did play tonight. Yeah, did, didn't he? Yeah, but uh, wisdom batted for him. Um, yeah. Well, uh, we'll see. Brennan Davis is exciting. It was good to see the opposite field home run. He's not coming up anytime soon. Right. Hey, uh, if you enjoy CHGO, one way to help us continue to grow is to download the PointsBet app and use the code CHGO when you sign up. Not only will you get two risk-free bets up to two thousand bucks, but if you make a fifty-dollar or more first-time deposit. You'll receive a free CHGO membership, which unlocks all of our web content, and you even get a free shirt of your choice from the CHGO locker. You also get to read uh, Ryan Herrera's articles out from Wrigley Field. Uh, hoping he's going to jump on and here Jared's on the show in just a little Jared, yeah. I just wrote an article. Oh, you did. That I was did. very good about uh, Jake Arietta. Your favorite moments is that it? Correct. Yeah. It's it said it, the the headline says the best moments of Jake Arietta's. Uh, Cubs career, but it's basically just my five favorite moments. <laughs> Very good. You can look for that. And if you have any questions about points bet, email points bet at allchgo.com and we will help you out. And in case you missed it, online signup is available in Illinois right now. You can download the points bet app right now and register your account, start to finish, all from your phone. You can do it in less than five minutes. You'll be signing up with the fastest sports book, easier than ever. So you can start living your bet life in seconds. So what are you waiting for? Once the game starts, don't just bet. Live your bet life with points bet. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-522-4700. CHGO, we're staying busy here, man. Podcasts, live shows, every team, every day. If your friends haven't heard heard about us, tell a friend. You should tell your friends about the Bulls watch party we got going on on Friday. Big watch party coming up. Uh... Make sure you rate and review the podcast. Yes. Give us, you know, a little five-star review. Throw a little something our way. Little, Be nice. Yeah. Five-star review. Even leave a review. Hopefully, only if it's nice, though, of yeah. course. Yeah. I mean, it, don't make fun of Cody's shoes. Yeah. That don't, hurts don't, his feelings. Yeah. Don't do that. Uh, we have post-game shows after the game. Uh, premium written content for the members at allchgo.com. The dope merch is really starting to come in now. Yeah, I saw... Kevin's got one of the shirts on Yeah, today. And I saw... Uh, did you buy that one, or was that a free one? Uh, so I had to pay for shipping, but I did get the free shirt. It just... Yeah. They charged you like five bucks for shipping. That was gotcha. Was that for a membership, free. or was that from the bosses? That was from the bosses. See, now I didn't get my free shirt yet. What is going on with that? Yeah, I haven't even got my free Kevin shirt. Kevin got his. I don't really? know. Talk to, talk to other Kevin. Talk to Big Boss Kevin. Yeah. He'll, send you, he'll send you the little He's code. He's a piece and... of my mind when well, I come well, in tomorrow. Well, 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 the dope merch Thursday. is flying in, but it hasn't <laughs> arrived at my house yeah, yet. Yeah, well, what about the CHGO Cubs crew, man? We're here after dark. We're vibing out. It, yeah. We should have our shirts. CHGO Cubs after dark. We should be vibing with those shirts. I would agree with that. I don't <laughs> even know what it means, but I would agree with it. Uh, you get a free <laughs> shirt when you become a member. <laughs> Members only Discord, the CHGO Lounge. I am looking forward to the shirt. Because I've started to see him now around the building. Mm-hmm. Did you did you get him. the Cubs one or did you just get like the one that that uh, I got the one? Kevin's got the one that is the the Chicago flag with CHGO underneath up higher, go up a little higher. There, we go. there it is. There it is. <laughs> I have I ordered the one that is like that. Only the CHGO and the flag are gray. They're like a charcoal gray. They're very similar shirts. It's a black shirt. The logo oh, is okay. like a charcoal gray. Yeah, I got the one. Well, I think I, I saw Matt Peck had it. Yeah, somebody. Yeah. I think Peck had it. Yeah, Peck. He tweeted it out. I uh, obviously I wore the one with the with the flag like on your chest, like on the. And you have the Cubs one. one. Yeah, and then I got the Cubs one. Yeah, pretty sweet. So yeah. that uh, can't wait to get my free one though. The, yeah, I mean, the best stuff is free stuff, right? The Chicago Sky one would look good with those shoes. I think. I know it's Ooh. not total Sky. You're halfway. You got the yellow, but I think that I think that would be quite the fit. Yeah. No, it would be nice potentially. <laughs> yeah. Um, listen, there's something going on. We saw this before the game, and the Padres are now going to be the first team to have an advertisement logo mm-hmm. 
on their jerseys. They're going to go with a Motorola on the sleeve. Yeah. Which kind of got us talking about, we said, we got to talk about this on the, on the post-game show or the podcast. I was like, going to say. What are we going to, there it is. You know, if you're watching it on. <laughs> on YouTube. On YouTube, you can see that we have thrown the CHGO logo, or one of our CHGO of logos, yeah. on Kyle Hendricks' sleeve. It looks nice. I'm, yeah. I'm not going to lie. It looks nice. Now, I don't know what that's going to cost. <laughs> we probably lay a few people off, but, it, you know, whatever would have to happen. Is that Wiener Circle? That is the Wiener Circle yeah. logo on, I mean, that would be bold. That would be incredible, honestly. That would be pretty funny if <laughs> yeah. Vienna Beef or Wiener Circle or one on each shoulder. Right. You still have the Cubs. It's the, still the traditional Cubs home pinstripe jersey but you have the wiener circle obby shirts maybe joe at obby shirts will like throw a little cash their way right maybe a little partnership there yeah but so far i like the chgo yeah me too as far as like the now see that's the one i'm calling for (laughs) just people can't see this home it's just cody it's a (laughs) it's a sketch of cody's face (laughs) and and now that would be i don't know what it would cost you cody but you would have to sell all your jordans for sure oh yeah to be able to afford whatever the cubs are going to charge for that yeah, that's gonna be a no for me, dog. But what really? What would you like to see? Okay, I'm Wiener Circle. It's it's gonna be too expensive right. for Wiener Circle. Maybe not too expensive for for Vienna Beef. Yeah, I just feel like we would like to see it be whatever. Chicago. It, it's gonna come to the Cubs eventually. Right. That's what we're getting at. Right. Like people can be inevitable. mad about it. People would be mad about it. It's inevitable. Every major are. league team is gonna have it on mm-hmm. on their sleeve. Right. And and within a couple of years, it'll be on both sleeves. Right. I don't need it to be, I don't need NASCAR. I don't need it all over their bodies. I'm okay with it on one sleeve on a patch or whatever. Yeah. Like, okay, fine. If it, it allows you to sign Correa next year, go ahead and put the patch on your sleeve. Right. I, uh, on Twitter, our friend Dom Frederick was, uh, he was, uh, he was all aboard the put the Taco Bell logo on there because that Taco Bell in Wrigleyville was such a legendary place. Um, but I mean, you know, as far as like a, a Chicago, Chicago place. Uh, do right. Know, do <laughs> Benny's Beverage Depot. Like Benny's that would Beverage be, Depot. That would be sleeve. sick if if Benny's was one though. I I, I don't think. I, <laughs> so what are what are Chicago companies? Walgreens, Walgreens. McDonald's, WeatherTech. Weather that's Tech. a good one oh, with a W. Yeah. Maybe they could recreate the logo with the you know. Yeah, what was, it's kind of uh, like with Wintrust, like there as well, right? Why can't I think of this? Uh, coming to America, it wasn't McDonald's, it was McDowell's. <laughs> yeah. Oh, oh, here we go. There he is. Here we go. Herrera in the house. He's calling. Are we answering? We'll get him in a moment here. He's coming up. Okay. Uh, okay, so we, we threw out someone. I just believe when it happens, you will not see a Chicago brand. Uh, it won't be Lou Malnati's. My guess is it'll be something like... What do the Bulls have? Zenny? Zenny, yeah. Eyeglasses or something like that on their jersey. Yeah. I don't I don't even know what Zenny glasses are. Right. So more than likely it's something It'd be like, like guaranteed that. rate or something like that. Right, right. Which I get the anger behind it. Like I saw a lot of people with a lot of negative thoughts behind it, like the Padres adding Motorola. And it wasn't because of the Padres doing this, it was more so as like they know that this is going to come to all across baseball. Right, right. And I mean, I'm I'm kind of with people like baseball is like the 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 jersey is one of the last ones left that really didn't have a lot of. We get some you know people suggesting stuff, stuff here. Wind trust is Chicago thing. Ginger says Jewel Osco. What if it said as people the jewels? What if it said the jewels? <laughs> you know, really Chica- really make it Chicago. Yeah, the jewels. <laughs> I know a lot of people running pizza. Were, were trolling, saying that Chelsea would be would be one <laughs> for uh, because of the Ricketts, but you know that was just a joke, obviously. But uh, um, still, no Ryan. Yeah, we're waiting to get him. Uh, his gotcha. connection timed out, but we'll get him in a second here. He says he's stuck in the loading screen on Slack. Stuck so, in the loading screen. Anyways, mm, um, we'll get him. I don't know. As for tomorrow, you have Strowman on the hill. Yep. Against Rasmussen in the series finale. Last time out, four innings, five runs against the Rockies. And, the, and the frustrating part was the Cubs had a 3 nothing lead. Mm-hmm. Uh, it wasn't as good as his first start. But 
if you have to have somebody on the mound in a rubber game against the Rays, Marcus Stroman would be the guy you want to hand the ball to right now. Yeah, and I mean, well, he was with the Blue Jays a few years ago. I I, I doubt there's many players left from that Rays roster that's that he faced, but you know he has experience going up against an AL team, so that's kind of a you know a, a good perk to have. Um, yeah, bounce back, bounce back start for him, right? Like, you know, like you said, they had a lead. And as their guy, like the $20 million plus dollar guy, mm-hmm. this is why you sign a guy like that because you need to go out and win a series. I don't care if it's April. This is why you sign Marcus Stroman. This is why you pay him the big bucks. Just go out and give me six innings tomorrow. That's what I'm asking. I'm asking for six Six innings strong. really would be nice. You I'm, know what? It's supposed yeah. to be nicer tomorrow. Weather, like temperature-wise, I guess, but potentially rain. So let's just see if the game, yeah, see if the game gets in. Well, day game at Wrigley Field, right? And then really nice weather coming later in the week, right? Thank God. Which Cody is vibing, vibing. If you don't yes. know, I'll be vibing in the. Everybody's vibing these. Be vibing days. at Wrigley on Saturday with my <laughs> girlfriend. Um. So yeah, no. Uh, yeah, this is like I said, this is a big. Big bounce back for Marcus Stroman, and you know the I like the offense. The offense has fought the last two nights. Um, you know, I admittedly don't know a, a ton about Rasmussen, but you know uh, the Cubs have been able to put up good at bats against most of their staff so far this series. So, you know, why not tomorrow? I think it'll be interesting just to see the lineup because the one name that I was surprised wasn't in the lineup. And again, David Ross knows a billion times more than I do about baseball. Yeah. But with Wisdom being so hot, I was surprised he wasn't even starting in the game. Yeah. Because he was seven for his last 13 with mm. five doubles and yeah. five RBI. And I thought, well, of course, you're going to ride the hot bat. Mm-hmm. He didn't, but he got him in there for that pinch hit right away. And, you know, that brought the Cubs back into the game. So I'll be interested to see what, what lineup he goes with. Suzuki was batting second in the lineup you know do you like him there do you like him third do you like him fifth where where do you want Suzuki in the lineup he was on base three times yeah it's tough because I felt like when he was lower in the lineup he came up with guys on base more often and tonight he came up with he came up with no one on yeah so um, I'm not really sure what I want like I tomorrow I honestly wouldn't be mad if they put him back in four and maybe put Wisdom third to give him some protection or give Wisdom some protection? Well, in the broadcast, they said David Ross, he asked David Ross, where do you see me in the lineup? And he said, batting second. Asked him, where did you bat in Japan? He said third. So, mm-hmm. you know, I, I think one of those two spots might be the right spot. Yeah. All right, Ryan's here. Uh, Ryan, what was uh, talked about in the podium, press conference, clubhouse? And we know you've been busy. <laughs> um, yeah, I mean, just, you know, I mean, David Ross talked about it, Ian Happ. Just, again, I kind of heard you guys talking about it, but a lot of fight out of the lineup. You yeah. saw that today, regardless, they fall behind. It was 4 nothing at one point. Um, and just, you know, made it a one-run game. Um, and then, you know, I, I tweeted it out earlier that, that that overturned double play call could loom large later on. That, you know, yeah. that Franco ended up hitting the home run and clearly lost by one run. So, just call me Nostradamus or something. But, um, You're so no, smart, I mean, just, <laughs> the uh you know the vibe or just like you know I, I, the, again the lineup doesn't really give up and it feels like maybe in the past you kind of felt like as soon as the Cubs went down a few runs it was like oh like there's not a lot of you know game's kind of over uh with this lineup you know as far as just what everyone in the locker room and Rossi talks about it kind of you know it kind of feels like this lineup is they're going to keep putting good at bats together and kind of not, not feel out of the game when it's the fourth inning and they're down four nothing um, but yeah, no, that's just kind of the vibe. And I think that's what we got in the sense of throughout the first, what is this now, 11 games of the season. It's just that this new look offense is going to keep putting good at bats together and, and, and kind of keep themselves in games. Um, and then on the flip side, you know, Justin Steele had his worst start of the year, uh, was a two, two and two thirds for him, uh, four and runs just, you know, he said that he couldn't really. Uh, but the force, like he, he said he felt really good with the forcing the slider early on. You kind of saw that with the seven-pitch first inning. Um, the, the second inning, it lasted a little bit more, but he got through it pretty quickly. Uh, and that third inning is when he kind of started struggling. He said he 
couldn't find the four seam, started going more to the two seam, and then just kind of was missing, you know, was missing up. And then Tommy Hadovy kind of came out and, and, you know, they tried to work, work through some things, but he's ultimately couldn't find the feel for it. Um, so that, yeah, that was, she just steals uh, you know, three starts in, but that's, you know, he said it's, you know, his worst, that's the, the worst he's looked so far this year. But, uh, I just again, he's gonna work on some stuff. He said he's, he's, he already knows what he wants to do for his next bullpen. So, um, yeah, you, you hope again. I don't think I don't think any starter has made it through the sixth inning yet so far. Um, and I think Steele definitely hoped that he could have today, but then, you know that's you know we'll see see where that goes from here. We were both surprised watching. Uh, were you surprised that all of a sudden Patrick Wisdom was in center field? I didn't even know he could play center field. Uh, well, so we asked Rossi beforehand, you know, why like, Wisdom was out of the lineup because we, when Nico hit that home run uh, on opening day and the next day he was supposed to be out of the lineup, you know, Rossi kind of like, oh, it's, you know, it goes against my gut to want to take a guy out the day after he homered. Um, and so you kind of asked him again today, it's like, you know, Patrick Wisdom just homered yesterday, he's out of the lineup today. Um, but I think, so that all kind of came from, you know, Rossi knowing that the Rays are throwing, the, Rays are throwing an opener. Um, and Rossi wanted to have wisdom and just some of those right-handed hitters where he could find really good matchups that he liked. And that's why, you know, bringing in a pinch hitter in the fourth inning is kind of seems early, but with that opener, that kind of changes up how um, he manages, he wanted to manage the the, the bats on the bench and just the lineup in general. Um, and so that's why wisdom came up in that spot. I don't know why he stayed out in center. Uh, wisdom said, I think, I mean, I think it was basically to keep his bat in the lineup um, without kind of shifting around too much. I think he, I, w- I want to say Megan Montemurro tweeted out something that he, uh, that he played like one game or two games in AAA or yeah. in the minor leagues at some point, uh, uh, center field. But he was just like, he's like, yeah, he's like, I didn't know beforehand that that could be a possibility. <laughs> but as soon as it kind of was looking that way, they asked me if I was comfortable in center and he was like, oh, you just give me a glove and I'll play that position. So, um, you know, it's just, yeah, I think it was just one of those things where they want, you know, that was the matchup that they found was batting him for Hayward, the one they wanted. Um, and he said he was comfortable in center field. They believed that he could, you know, play good enough center field to warrant being out there. They definitely wanted to keep the bat in the lineup. Um, so they just tried him out there. Clearly didn't, you know, didn't make a bunch of errors out there. So I think the, the call to, and then he hit a home run, so the call to put Wisdom in that spot clearly was the right one. Um, and so, yeah, I mean, just they all – they believed in him. He believed in himself that he could play out there. It clearly worked out. So, um, yeah, no, I was surprised. I mean, when I looked out there, to answer your question, when I looked out there, I was like, is that Wisdom still in center field? Um, but, yeah, I mean, serviceable center fielder right there. And I got well, that's kind of all you asked for as a, as a guy that came off the bench today. Yeah. That's a – it's interesting because, you know, with this, the way that he's came to the Cubs and everything like that, and, you know, with the slow start and now, now he's hitting and apparently he can play center field. We already knew he could play at least left field and he plays a really good third base. It's like, you know, you're, you're getting you're, versatility, you're getting versatility and you're getting, I mean, honestly, you're getting more production than you really expected considering the, the tough, the tough ending to 2021 after the league adjusted to him, you know, the league's going to adjust again to what he's adjusted to, but how long is that going to take? Or even if they do, who knows? Like he's just ever like since the series in Colorado, he's just been hitting. And I thought I was a little, admittedly, I was a little afraid coming back to Wrigley with them having to face the Rays, and he's been hitting still. So, um, you know, it's, it's great to see. I, you know, for, for me as the fan guy here, it's, uh, you know, it's always easy to root for those guys who just, you know, you know, they have have something to prove. And like we were sitting there on the couch and we were t- saying, you know, this guy's looking to prove he has value, right? Like, right. So for him to just be like, yeah, well, give me a glove, I'll play wherever you want me to play. Like, I, I love that. <laughs> I liked uh, of things that happened in this game: the Madrigal relay throw, yes, from from Hap to Madrigal to Contreras. That was a, a play that also, you know, was another review that also could – the first review flipped the game. The second review could have flipped the game a little bit too. And um, was there any any talk of that? I thought it was – you know, the relay throw wasn't like it was perfect and online, but they got it there and, and they got him at the plate. Maybe it was close, but the call was he was out of the plate. You know, yeah. what uh, – uh, 
What did you think, Brian? I mean, looking at the replay, I, I was trying to find it. I mean, because well, the original call was out, right? Out, yeah, right. And that's out. why I so think it ju- they just stuck with it. Yeah. yeah. Well, they didn't say confirmed, right? They said it stands. I know on the, yeah. one of the other ones, they called confirmed. Yeah. So I do know that you know, it's like football when they call something stands, they just don't have enough to overturn it. When they confirm it, then they know clearly. Um, in the replay, there's diff- the different angles. Like I was looking at, like, did Rosa Rain's like foot come off or like kind of accidentally go over home? Like, is the there's not enough angles uh, to overturn it. I thought, uh, I thought maybe maybe he got if, if he was able to get that toe down, he definitely got in. I think ahead of when Wilson actually tagged him. But I mean, just the angles itself, there was not a, not a lot and enough to overturn it. Um, but yeah, but we you know we kind of asked about the, you know, the the relay itself. You know, half going and getting it. You know, with with the ivy not fully grown yet, it's you know that the bounce off the wall can be a little different, a little difficult. Uh, and then him, you know, that the, the the good throw to Nick Madrigal and the perfect throw down to 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 Will Wilson at at home plate. I mean, that's what Ross. I think he's like that's good baseball. He's like the manager loves to see that. Obviously, he's a little little smile on his face. Um, I tweeted, um, you know, because Nick Madrigal's nickname is Nicky Two Strikes. I said it should actually be Nicky Big Arm. Uh, hasn't caught on yet, so he's gonna need, he's gonna need <laughs> to do trying. a few more we'll of work those. On that. <laughs> he's, he's gonna he's gonna need to do a few more of those uh, those really nice throws to uh, to catch on. Maybe I'll just start tweeting it out when he makes it like a regular four three ground uh, ground uh, a regular old play. So routine <laughs> routine ground up. Any other uh, final nuggets as we get ready for the series finale and uh, Cubs trying to win another series? Uh, yeah, no, not too many. I, I, I said it earlier, but you know, that hap one, we, we talked about the shift and how next year it's gonna, it should be gone or they yeah. should have be regulating it a little more. Yeah. Um, and that hap, uh, 101.7 miles per hour exit velocity, the seventh inning that ended up four, three ground up 101.7 mile per hour exit velocity. It was like a 590 expected batting average guys just playing in shallow right field and gets the ground up. I mean, that's when I think, when I say like, when people say ban the shit, I think that's what they're talking about. Could be, yeah, because yeah. man, you know, second baseman shouldn't be playing 10 feet away from the right fielder. But, you know, it happened himself. It's like, you know, they, they didn't have that the whole, the whole at bag. So they actually just put that shift on like right before the pitch. So maybe they, they figured, I, I didn't see where the placement was. Maybe they figured the way if Hap were to hit whatever pitch was getting thrown, it was going to go over there. Um, but yeah, I mean, that's, you know, that's, what the rules allow now so you can't fault the raise for doing it just you know we'll see we'll see how that changes um next year but did you guys actually see the anthony rizzo today yes we did we talked about it a little bit that one that's even crazier yeah Yeah. four outfielders no one on the left side of the infield that's yeah when again when people talk about banning the ship i think that's what they're talking about like that is horrendous but didn't he yeah. walk or something? Rizzo, I think, walked during that that plate appearance. Whatever. Yeah, he did. Um, there you go. Uh, the it's other thing annoying. I had is is uh, I guess I'm involved in in who you got now. <laughs> should, should I should I be Doug, sending my Doug picks Bruno? in? When you're when you're here for road games that you're not at, who you got? I, I the word was that you took Doug Bruno. No, I don't know where that came from, but <laughs> we could just start asking him every night, like who you got tomorrow. Yeah, we could, we could, we you could send in your who you got, but it, it goes in order now. See, I had the first choice, so now I get last choice next time. Okay, so who gets who gets first choice? Well, are we doing it for the game tomorrow? Who you got? We we probably have to go. Who you got? You want to yeah. do your who got right now? I'm gonna do uh, who, who for the next I got game right as well. Yeah, um, just real who's, quick. Who's pitching tomorrow? You can have the first. You can have the Drew. first pick on who you got. Rasmussen's p- pitching. Drew tomorrow. Rasmussen, huh? Uh, what, okay, so what? Who you got? Is that just like who's going to get a hit? Who's going to do the best? Like what? Just, what basically, exactly? who's, who's going to be the star of the who's game? Who's going to be the star? Yeah, who's yeah. star of the game? Star of the game. Um, I'll get back to you. I'll send it in tomorrow. <laughs> oh, he's, he's forfeiting his pick. All there. right. So got, well, don't you know I'm taking Sayo one more oh, time. Man. I'm, gonna, oh, I just, I'm yeah. just going to do it. it. Right. 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 Ryan, it was I'm right there. You know what? Actually, actually, start of the game. Marcus Stroman tomorrow. Ah, oh, I pick. love it. That was yes. my pick, the Stro Show. He's going to shove oh, seven innings tomorrow right down their throats, <sighs> and we're going to win two out of three. We're going to face the Pirates, sweep them, and we're going to be so back that Luke's going to be disgusted by me for being so happy. So that leaves me to pick. <laughs> who am I picking? My who you got. 
Now, I would say wisdom, but I'm not, I can't be a positive that wisdom will be in the lineup. Ross has shown it. doesn't matter if he hits a home run that he might not be in the lineup. So, Wilson Contreras going to be in the lineup? Uh, Ian Happ going to be in the lineup? You know what? I'll go Patrick. I'll go Patrick Wisdom. I'll go Patrick Wisdom. All right, he's locking it in. I'm locking in with Wisdom. Watch, we're we're locking in these picks, and then the game gets rained out tomorrow or something. Well, that might happen. Yeah, (laughs) that might happen. Not looking too good, but hopefully we get word on that earlier than than last. Yes, perhaps. Yes. All right. Thanks, Ryan. Uh, Cubs go for the series win. Yes. With Marcus Stroman on the hill, they lose 6-5 to five to the Rays in Game 2. Thanks for dropping in to check out the CHGO. Corey and Brendan tomorrow? Oh, yeah. Corey and Brendan tomorrow. Thanks for dropping in. For the series in. recap, it'll be, what, tomorrow night, like 7.30? Yes. Hope, well, one way or another, they will be. Even if it it'll rains be, out, they'll yeah. be the guys tomorrow. Yeah. Um, thanks for listening to this edition of the CHGO Cubs podcast. Fly the W. Maybe we get one more series win. We'll see what happens at Wrigley Field on Wednesday.